I took guitar lessons growing up, but only until I could play The Reason by Hoobastank, and then I quit. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I think I want to learn guitar for, like, three to four, like, songs. Yep. And then that's probably it. That's all you need, really. What, are you just going to play guitar? No, you have a goal, you have these four songs, and that's how you impress future lovers. <laughs> At this age? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just going to suddenly take up a new instrument. My brain's not that <laughs> flexible. <Pliable. laughs> this is Social Cues, where we go on a sometimes deep, always painful dive into the questions, why did I do that? Why did you do that? And what the fuck are we all doing anyway? I'm Mary Fitzsimmons, off-the-clock therapist, and most likely to ask, can I have a pickle when visiting your home? And I'm Nikki Palumbo, comedian who does shop at Costco for pickles. So yeah, anytime. (laughs) And we are here to explore, discuss, and overthink every single thing we've ever done, seen, said, ruminated upon, hyper-fixated on, hobbies we started, etc. Hobbies we lost. I've lost so many hobbies to (laughs) war. Nikki, what's up? What is going on? I I will be absolutely transparent. I have a migraine right now, and no. she's really like knock knock knocking on the inside of my skull. So this is you go <laughs> breaking my heart instantly. Yeah, I want to envelop you in hugs in almost like I wish that I had biblically accurate angel wings that I could <laughs> drape around you like a tent. That sounds really nice. I don't think my insurance would cover that. Instead, I will probably just cackle and sigh loudly into your ear for the next hour or so. That sounds actually really nice. (laughs) No, I'm fully medicated and uh, we're just going to see what happens. I can't wait to laugh at one of your jokes at the end of the episode that you told up top. You know what? Wouldn't be much different than the (laughs) usual. I'm a slow burn. My favorite jokes are um, speed bumps. You got to slow down (laughs) and get them. My head is also burning, but in a very different way because I bleached my head yesterday. And yes. that she's hurts. fresh. Yeah. Here's what they don't tell you. When you are 14 years old and visiting your aunts <laughs> in Pennsylvania and they tell you, let's highlight your hair, this mm. is going to be now an addiction that will follow you the rest of your life. And it's expensive and it is sure. painful. Uh, I know the pain. I was blonde for a full year. I looked like the president of space. Um, I miss it. <laughs> Sometimes I it felt very like Xenon girl of the 21st century. Sure. But it wiped out any hope of retirement for me. Yeah. No, it's really awful. I am trapped in this hell, but make a lot of friends along the way. You know what I do love about it, though? It, so it takes four hours and you have to go every like three to four months. So mm-hmm. this is this is, again, the hell I've created. But what's nice is you're there for so long that you kind of start feeling like the king of the salon because everyone else is doing like haircuts and like in and out or like they're just doing like a small hair dye that takes only Mm -hmm. an hour so you start to feel like you're renting space there (laughs) and that like your opinion has a lot of weight and you like you Mm -hmm. just get this sense like people are walking in and they see you there and they're like well they've already been here longer than me they know what's going on so sure it's like kind of being like the first one in like a fitness class where it's like oh are you the instructor Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you seem really comfortable here. So I just assume you're in charge. The power hierarchy is very real. Mm-hmm. Um, also, someone will come in and sit next to you and they'll start talking about like the hot goss of the day. And you're like, yeah, we already discussed that. 
Like, yeah, we've actually already heard all of the points there oh to make God. about Elon Musk owning Twitter. <laughs> I can't believe we're still talking about that in salons, you know? It is kind of the best. It's like there's small talk and then the notch just below it, like a hair below it is mm-hmm. Elon Musk bought Twitter. You know, like that's just like for all of 2023, yeah. at least. Yeah, that's what we sure. had to do. Yeah, I absolutely had salon geopolitical conversations <laughs> last year and I was like, we're doing Okay, we're really in public, and you're saying your real thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Oh, the fawning is so real in a salon chair. But can I tell you, Nikki? (laughs) This is huge. So there was a person next to me that was there almost as long as I was, but they couldn't dethrone me. (laughs) They dyed their hair so calmly and regulated, said, oh, this actually wasn't really the color I wanted. I don't mind spending more money, but I would like to get it right. Wait, you can say that? Follow me on this, Nikki. The hairdresser, also calm, regulated, said, absolutely, I want to make sure that you get what you want. Oh, my God. These two need to be our collective parents across the globe. Mm-hmm. The way they, ne- they, they negotiate this. Yeah. So then, like, the hairdresser gave some more options. They were like, okay, we could do this, we could do this, we could do this. And then the person in the chair was like, I trust you. And they said, listen to this. They said, no, don't trust me because we saw what happened last time you trusted me. So like, and in a humorous way, in a very non-passive aggressive, just like, Uh no, don't trust me. Let's get what you want. My heart was racing. I'm even telling it now, my fingers are like activated. I like need to squeeze something really hard because the way these two, and this, okay, this changed my whole outlook on life. That you can just want what you want. That and then seeing two regulated people just like talk to each other and collaborative, say it again, collaboratively. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a new creative. word. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> We've never said it before. It's like when babies start crying a lot before they learn a new skill, I start <laughs> bursting into tears because my brain is expanding. Collaboratively. Collaboratively. And just creatively, both people got what they needed. They were both very regulated. No one had an ego about it. There was no overcompensating. There was no like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you don't like it, I'm sorry. It was just, here's who I am. Here's what wow. I want. Let's meet in the middle. I can't believe That's it. That's fantastic. I feel like, yeah, if I knew how to use a pair of scissors, I would feel like a confident, regulated person. You know well, what I mean? Well, yeah. Like That's that is like true. such a hard skill to be able to cut hair. The confidence of a snip is unmatched. I know. It's undoable. Yes. So, And there's another person involved. You're like yeah. literally changing their life with one swift movement of wrist. <laughs> that takes a special person. Wow. Like an absolute swordsman. <laughs> I just have to say, I don't think I will ever have a stress nightmare ever again after having this experience. Wow. I think because of all the bleach. <laughs> <laughs> it really got in there and... Uh, Clear your eyes have been nuked. <laughs> I could not be more thrilled to bring in our guest today. Can I just say? Same. I was slow to say that, but that's just the migraine. <laughs> I am also excited as well, too. This is a truly magical moment. Today can go down in history, which is still being written. Yeah, I like that we're starting really big here. <laughs> You may know her from her work on shows like Girls 5 Eva, Praise PD, Can't Stop Rewatching It, Murderville, and SNL. Mm-hmm. She's also a co-host of the spooky podcast, Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod. 
Please welcome into your cutie patootie ears, Anna, Anna Dresden. Hi. Oh my God, I'm in their cutie patootie ears. Can you believe it? Welcome to our cutie patootie ears and to the pot. <laughs> it's adorable in here. Oh my God. We are so thrilled to have you. I first need to bring you in on this conversation, which is what is your relationship to the hairdresser's chair and that experience? Really like the acid just shoots through the roof of my mouth. (laughs) It really, it is a test of what kind of person I am. Uh, I think I've gotten better as I've started going to the same person. Sure. Or like the older I get, the easier that has gotten for some Mm -hmm. reason. More practice, one would say. More practice. I will say that I did find out that the girl I've been going to a lot, I looked at her on Instagram and she does go to every single one of Johnny Depp's uh, live shows as a musician. <laughs> so now I'm a little... <laughs> Which I think, I think when you cut hair, you're, there's going to be some kind of live wire uh, personality trait in hers. Is, I think that's fair. She's passionate about the music of Johnny Depp. Wow. What a stance to take in this day. No, I was like, that. I didn't know that that was an opinion you could have about Johnny Depp right now. <laughs> that seems really but, outside the binary. Yeah, could that be the safest one? That he is a talented musician and I don't can't say anything else. <laughs> I think fundamentally he is not. Yeah, I. I think that's. I didn't kind even of, know he did music. I mean, which is crazy because he has all those rings. I should have known better. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And also, we all do music. I mean, some people would consider that we're doing music right now. Oh, wow. The jazz of the mind. Yes. Jazz of the mind. I was shaken by the description of the two regulated people having a an important conversation. Yes. <laughs> like, anytime I've said what I want, I always start crying and <laughs> turn angry and weird. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's instant. Yeah. It's not it's not a straight line. Yeah, that feels like the default response. So I don't know how they got their settings to change. Uh, the way that like my it felt like ice was shooting up my spine the minute I could tell <laughs> that they were about to like give a critique. I mm-hmm. truly just like frozen in place. It was artful. It felt yeah. almost like performance. Like they had a script and they were sent there to show me what that could look like. I love yeah. that you got like a micro play at the yeah. during your four hours at the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the most haunting theater. Although also it felt very theater in that you have to stare and look at yourself in the eyes through a mirror, which is I feel like every off-Broadway play for the last five years has just like Mm -hmm. a fixed mirror for the audience to reflect on themselves. No, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah, Get eight girlies to sing a song. (laughs) Dancing. (laughs) I don't want to be in this. No. No, that's weird. That's why I like to sit in the dark part of the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also have to say that I, when I found out, you know, the Instagram discover page, you guys seen this void? Uh, I saw a haircut on there that I liked and I booked with the lady and she's super nice. And this was in Beverly Hills. Great. And, uh, everyone else in there was teeny tiny model, perfect face looking really nice. And everyone else as their haircuts were done, got, um, full photo shoots taken. (gasps) Anna? When, when I was done, they only took a picture from the back. Oh my <laughs> God. was like, come on, I, I, just do it. Just do it and don't have your camera open. Like, have your... <laughs> just do the theatrics of it. Make the snap sounds with your a mouth. A dead phone screen, just like, okay, yeah, and slow. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, just delete it after. Oh, I don't know. I just... 
So funny. I have also had this experience where mm. with haircuts, they'll take the before and then they just don't mess with it. I mean, can you blame them? No. You no. don't want to. I didn't book because there was a lady who looked like me on the Instagram <laughs> Discover page. Be like, ooh. Oh my God. Oh, Wait, I've man. also had this happen with tattoos where it's like, yeah, people get like a full slow mo video and mine's like a little snap. I think somebody sends to their friend to be like, can you make a meme out of this? <laughs> It's it's like what they what you do when you get a rental car and you like just zoom in and take a picture of a scratch. It was already here. So you can you can both be on the same page that you didn't make it. Like that's it's like a medical. Mm-hmm. It's a crime scene photo. Like this yeah. is where the splatter was. Yeah, yeah. Painful. <laughs> this is. I just feel so connected to you in this experience, and it is just hard. It's just sad. <laughs> Los Angeles is not life. a good place to decide you're done uh, being perceived. It's oh, nice. certainly not. No, people don't like that. No, no, no. Um, I feel very excited to hear what you brought in for us today to really unpack, discuss, and almost just kind of absolve you of for the rest of your life is really the goal. And I feel like we should move into our first segment. How does everyone feel about this collectively as a group? Because I can't have my own opinion ever. You managed that hard, like, gear, what's it called? Handbrake turn? (laughs) Like, I let the conversation die so hard, and you, like, picked it, you lifted with your back to get us back on track. And I was like, of course, the least I can do is be on on board with If I let anything be silent for too long, I instantly think everyone's mad at me. So you really just saw my anxiety play out (laughs) in a, like, let me control this situation really fast. That's amazing skill. I really thought both of you were like, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Well, she's here. Let's, let's. I thought you were mad at me for the silence. It's great. <laughs> Title of F, are you mad at me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm overly comfortable with silence. I'll wait till somebody else talks a oh. day later. I'm like, wow. I don't know. I ran out of stuff to say. So what do you got? Allowing silence. You can even see, I mean, <laughs> My face is getting red because of how <laughs> nervous I got from the silence. That was literally half a second. Like, I'm going to put this out without editing any of that silence out. And I want everyone to note how short that time actually was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For my nervous yeah. system to start going into overdrive. Yeah. So this is these are the things we're learning. Also, I just want to say I know that I just looked down at my phone and it is because I'm in the process of quitting a 5k <laughs> tomorrow. So that's, it wasn't that I got bored. <laughs> I need you to know I'm trying. Incredible. No. I'm trying to get <laughs> we support quitting 5k. Oh God. Well, who did I think I would be by January no. 21st? That was a different person that signed up. Not oh, your concern. No. That was more of a, a letter to, to Santa Claus than a, <laughs> a plan. I was like, dear God, make me do this. Make me be a woman who would do this. I have done one 5K in my life and it was a color run. And I was so terrified. It felt like a bad event. Again, this is my nervous system Oh, that's being where scared. they like throw powder dust on you? Yes. Right. I think okay. it's now illegal. I think they don't do it anymore because I think it probably made someone very ill. But... <laughs> it was so scary. Like I ran so, and I don't run. Literally, anytime we had to do the mile in um, mm. growing up because George School. W. Bush really wanted yeah. to record that, I would l- just like get a doctor's note to not do it because I was so stressed about it and could not run. 
So I'd never run in my life before, but similarly was like, I'll be the type of person that runs a 5K. The explosions were happening. Everyone was running. I ran so fast. <laughs> I was like, I am did a runner. <laughs> I won satisfaction that I did it. Yes. Yeah. But it was, it felt like a disaster had happened. It was really yeah. scary, actually. Well, you're ready for the apocalypse. I guess. I think that's the only hard skill I still need to train for, <laughs> you know, just to run away from it, I think is what I would love to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming for us at the pace that we can run. Yeah. yeah the and that feels really manageable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. actually can't think of it dialed up at all. Um, no. I ran one race. It was a half marathon in Brooklyn because a friend had signed up and she was like, oh, I'm doing this race. It's in I'm May. sorry. Think- a half marathon? Okay. Let me say, okay. had not trained, <laughs> had not trained. I did play sports growing up, but like running was the punishment. So never enjoyed it. And she dropped out. And then I didn't realize that could have also been an option for me. So I did do the half marathon and couldn't walk for the next week. Oh um, my God. So that's, I'm a people pleaser for people who quit. <laughs> like I wanted her to not feel bad that I also didn't oh I see like you didn't want her to feel like if she quit that meant you dropped out so you were like yeah. doubling down mm-hmm. and hurt all of my bones wow so. that is a hero's journey if I've ever heard one that's wild Anna I just fully support you dropping out of the 5k tomorrow yeah did you quit <sighs> I don't I my friend was looking for a bib and I was hyping her up that she could find it on Craigslist weeks ago I was like yeah you can join us and then I didn't realize that it starts at 7 a.m no and we're trying oh. to go see night swim tonight we're <gasps> trying to see night swim <laughs> wait so, what is night swim what is that oh it's the new scary movie oh about haunted oh. pool oh. Oh. <laughs> incredible okay come on very spooky very anyway scary. We're trying to go to a late night showing of Night Swim. Mm-hmm. That's after the Niners game. That's oh, too that's... many things to then do a 5K. It's too many things. I can't see a pool ghost at 9.40 p.m. showing. No. 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 Impossible. I have to drop out of the... Or I... the thing is, I'm going to sell my bib to the person who I'm going to see Night Swim with. Is this interesting at all? Yes, I'm loving all of we this. We were trying to not go late at night. Okay. I... We'll... we'll do a separate podcast about my about night swim okay. and my bib <laughs> you were trying to launch into the segment and i i grabbed you I by the ankles and was but i you. feel this is a real lesson of like let something be authentic mare like what if you <laughs> didn't take control all the time what if actually magic was found in the allowing yeah, so that's what i'm here to teach you <laughs> that's what... <laughs> perfect i'm already better okay I see me instantly trying to take control again. Come here, come here, come here. Come here. We needed it. Um, Nikki, do you want to intro? Be in charge. Why sure. did I do that? <laughs> As I pass the baton immediately. We'll move into our first segment. It's why did I do that? This is a segment where we break down the play-by-play of a truly regrettable incident in hopes of, you know, someday being able to sleep at night. Anna, do you have like a moment in your life that just <laughs> begs the question, why did I do that? Yes. I have, I kind of have the answer. Like, I know why I did it, but I wish I had not done it sure. knowing what I know now. Sure. This is a cautionary tale. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. Okay. So this is from first grade. Um, I've done many regrettable things since then. This isn't me <laughs> being like, mm, when was the last time I messed up? So we really have to go back. <laughs> I've said so many weird things while putting on my shoes at 
the gym. So <laughs> a vulnerable moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Sh- it's it's really yeah. it's daylight outside. So you know you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> That's my impression of me trying to chat with another person at the gym. It's a pretty good social cue card, if I'm being honest. Yep. Well, it's daylight, so you gotta. You gotta. No, and I've definitely. That's the, just the end of thought. Um, Perfect. Okay, so this is from first grade. Great. This is like when I think about being embarrassed and ashamed and angry. Like, this is the, the most feelings I had had at that point. Mm-hmm. And I feel that maybe there's a reckoning that I should do. Beautiful. I owe some, I owe some apologies. <laughs> um, so, Okay. I, there was a thing in first grade, like little kid culture where like the shortest boy in your class had a certain power. Mm. Like he was to be protected. He was like, this is before short King, but it was like, it's, oh, it's, he's small. Like it was almost cool. Sure. There's a reverence. Yeah. 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 So this boy, um, Michael P, Michael P was the shortest boy in our grade and we would play a game called Daddy, where he would be Daddy getting home from work, and me Great. and some other friends would run up and hug him around the waist and yell Daddy. <laughs> and that was the game. <laughs> this is very full house culture, I must say. Oh, yeah. Like, well, mm-hmm. that's a. I, I did it when my dad came home from school, and I do think it's just because, like, kids on sitcoms did it. I was like, <laughs> right? oh, there you go. Yeah, like the big welcoming, the greeting, like, Oh, he's back. He came back today. TRL showed girls like holding hands and jumping up and down when the Backstreet Boys new music video dropped. So that's what mm-hmm. I did with my friend when their new music. I was like, understood. Yes. Yes. Um, got the script. Yeah. Doing so we're you. performing yeah. the social script of daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's the kind of like weird kid logic that is to this day really hard to describe what was yes. happening. Like kids are so freewheeling and like unencumbered by what is anything yes that they invent these weird subcultures so this is something we were doing and one day at recess I was on the playground and I saw Michael P from behind and I got excited because I hadn't seen him that so far in recess I was like I haven't seen him (laughs) so I ran up really excited and said daddy and threw my arms around his waist and he was facing the other way he did not see me coming Mm mm-hmm I took him down to the ground so hard Um, and he seemed taller, but also thinner than normal. No. And then the whistle blew for the end of recess. So we all ran in (laughs) and then we lined up and there was some kind of delay. And as we walked back in, I saw Michael D, who was the sickest boy in our class. standing somehow this might have been later on but we passed the nurse's office and I remember her arm around him as he kind of held and quivered as she just shook her head looking at me what I had done what the what the lunch lady saw Mm -hmm. was it was the end of recess (laughs) I got the sickest smallest boy in our class skinniest boy in our class in my sights I screamed something tackled him to the ground 
And in those days, a playground was rocks. It yes, was absolutely. gravel, Asphalt, shards, gravel even. rocks. Yeah. It was it was loose gravel, which I think is worse than just cement. Yeah. <laughs> cement, you get a clean, clean scar. Of course. Sure. Gravel is all over the place. Um, gravel is a rock that then you have to show to TSA as an adult, just being like, yes, there's a rock in my knee. Just a heads up. <laughs> I guess I brought it, but I didn't mean to. There. Yeah. So tackled no. him face first into the gravel this is a kid who weighs maybe 15 pounds um I, and then tackle him to the ground and then run as fast as i could away from him a perfect crime as is the daddy way yeah yeah and they were all like what on earth like truly predator prey situation like i have to hurt this kid no and i was a kid who was pretty like well behaved would be too attention getty i think i was just kind of quiet and mm-hmm. you know creative sure. good at school but like had never shown any like violent tendencies before <laughs> and this was the early 90s so girls hitting had not been invented yet right mm-hmm. of course girls hitting Classically. boys like sucker punching them to the ground was not something that <laughs> it wasn't quite yet. like chic and cool yet yeah it was yeah, i think it, i think all of those educators experience together like what it feels like to see a true anomaly and like a child completely lose her mind they all of a sudden look in the encyclopedia woman empowerment yeah they they they're all flipping through the dsm uh so we got back to class and i a little bit was like oh i think michael p is like not in school today like he's out Oh no! I think he was like getting his tonsils out, and I remember that. And I was I kids had this were always feeling. getting their tonsils out. At that oh age. my god! Once a week at For least. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and got back to class, and then my teacher called me up to her desk and said, "Can you? You have to go to the principal's office." Which being called to the principal's office was like having your license revoked. Like it's mm-hmm. serious. And I went there, and she was like, "Do you have anything to tell us?" <gasps> This is a terrifying interrogation question. Yeah. And the thing is, like, yeah, that was it was something like that where they were like, well, go ahead. And I was embarrassed to I was like, I don't have the words to explain to you what I thought I was doing, because Mm -hmm. then that also seems like something I'll be in trouble for. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like weird game where you yell daddy and hug each other like I think I was like oh I feel like I'm in trouble for sex it feels a little sweaty yeah Yeah. I was like oh man and you already have your own case against me so I don't feel comfortable I'm also imagining the principal's office even as you said that like 20 foot ceilings the desk is actually like (laughs) a judge stand you are literally just like hovering down of course it was just like i'm sure a small little room with fluorescent lighting that sucked the life out of anyone like it was just a room but in my mind the principal's office is a looming courtroom yeah terrifying Mm-hmm. yeah and like that was for bad kids and like my relationship with the yes. principal up to that point was like she's this like mickey mouse figure yep. like she would show up once every few years to give me a yellow ribbon for writing a story yeah <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. the young authors award <laughs> yeah exactly like um i never had to know the the cold side of her favor sure. so i was in they were like what did you do and i didn't know how to say all of that so i they were like did you hit him <gasps> you hit michael d why did you do it that i think that was what it was they were like why yes I, which I'm sure they still ask themselves this question at this 
point. <laughs> like, lie awake in bed. Yeah. And I didn't know how to explain, like, well, we do this weird game, and I thought it was a different kid, but he's getting his tonsils out. And so I just said, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't yes. have an explanation. Sure. And they were like, we're scared of you. You have to, like, tell us, like, you're already in trouble. Just, like, help us know how to yeah. move forward. Help you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I just kept, they, they said you hit him. And I said, I didn't hit him because to me, I was like, I was hugging him. Right. Right. And there is an important difference. The fact that I surprised Heimlich him from behind (laughs) and then like face planted him into the cold earth was not on my mind. I was like, we were playing a game that he didn't know existed. Um, I was expediting him to the nurse's office. I was doing him a favor. (laughs) Yeah. So they, they, (laughs) I was like. They probably are going to catch something. And so it became this thing where they were like, you need to admit that you hit him. Oh, otherwise man. you're in trouble. And I yeah. was like, I didn't hit him. That's what it was. It started with my teacher that she was like, what the fuck happened? You sure. hit this kid. And I said, no, I didn't. Oh. Then I got sent to the principal's office. Still, my story is staying the same. I did not hit him, mm-hmm. which to them, they were like, are you fucking insane? Like right. you were all. We all saw it. Yeah. Right. We like, have the nature documentary that yeah. gravel is still embedded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 This kid has had a life changing injury. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if, if he's alive right now. I think he's okay. I, I really think it was just like he fell. But in my mind at the time, I was like, this kid's not. Well, he's not going to have kids, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's no bouncing back from this. There's yeah. no bouncing There's back. now a cane next to a fireplace somewhere in the world. <laughs> oh, no. Mickey Mouse is holding the cane. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so the, it became this thing where the I kept saying I didn't hit him. And the teachers, I think at this point, I'm, as I'm talking to you guys now, I'm realizing another layer of the story is like <laughs> these educators being like, how do we move forward? Like, yes, are we, sure. do, do we know if she has a connection to reality? Was this like a psychotic episode of some sort? Like you just sure. need to tell us yes. what you're right, experiencing. That you know right from wrong. Or just yeah. like, what on earth? And my mom told me I had to admit that I hit him. Otherwise I couldn't go to gymnastics that night. Oh no. And i don't like missing out on things so i said sure i hit him and i can't remember what the punishment i don't think there was i think i had to like write him an apology letter sure that kind of felt like the go-to like consequence i feel like is you have to own up to what you have done yeah which was weird because in the apology letter i for sure didn't know how to say like i thought you were mike i thought you were a different kid that's why i hit you like that's <laughs> that's much I scarier you yeah. to the ground. i'm so sorry, sorry i thought you were daddy oh. wrong place wrong time this is so relatable because first of all i think just like recess culture in general could be a very huge category for the why did i do that segment because yeah so much shameful activity happens in the minute of what like 15 minutes of recess that happens i don't even know how long recess is it feels like uh six hours but yeah yes 20 minutes to just run around and digest there's one last (laughs) part of this okay please humiliating that was after recess so from recess to the end of the day it was another lifetime and by the time Mm -hmm. school pickup happened i was walking past there's all the teachers standing by the school kids coming out meeting parents walking home and I have a distinct memory of Mrs. Winnick, second grade teacher, gossiping about what I had done with a parent. No. And I have like burned into my memory her saying, and it wasn't just a punch. No. <laughs> no, Anna, no. 
Which is fair. It wasn't. I also like no told him to kiss dirt. Like I fully curb stomped this. I'm just also picturing how teachers would hold a folder up over their mouths with a dangling lanyard of keys, like talking to a parent. But she didn't give me that protection. This was she had. I remember both her hands were up like this. No. Yeah. Not an animated confession to a parent. That is haunting. Yeah, to this day, I, I think like I was drunk at a house party at some point in high school and was like, I'm sorry, my guy, I didn't think it was you. Like, I still like couldn't explain like we were playing this game, this weird game. And I'm sorry, I thought you were it still would have been like if it were the other kid, I still would have taken him by surprise. Anyway, sure. I was so excited because I thought he was in school. Right. Yes. Yeah, after I had this was an was established consensual hug. For yeah. daddy that unfortunately yeah. went awry. <laughs> this is a classic intentions do not match impact. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, oh, but the recess culture. Also, when you mentioned the recess subcultures, I I recall that I went through a phase probably around the same age where my best friend and I would play Miss Frizzle and Snowman. I don't know. Oh, what a pair. Oh. I was the snowman, which then pivoted. This the is just genders. so relatable. Yeah, truly, <laughs> truly. The two kinds of lesbian. That feels Listen. pretty accurate. Yeah. But I became not just a snowman, but the spanking snowman, which just feels so in line with what you're talking about. And I, too, got in trouble for spanking someone and didn't really know that that was bad. Um, and... I just remember, like, I got called out for it. I got in trouble. I had to apologize to the parent of the person that was spanked. (laughs) And I remember in that moment just being like, I have to become more mature. Like, there was just a moment where I was like, I need to be more mature after this experience. (laughs) You're like, like, all right, get it together. We can't be having these trials. Yeah. No. We can't be caught spanking children on the playground. So Um, embarrassing. It's so humiliating. Like you're blushing now as you tell us about this. I listen, the body keeps the score. (laughs) It's just in it is just in my capillary veins. I mean, I'd never recover either. God, and yeah, because it's like she's hitting her and you're like, you are missing out on the intricate world of children's imaginations <laughs> there's so much else going yes, on. yes i'm spanking but i'm also a snowman <laughs> that makes it different and she can go to the moon on a school bus thank you she got a lizard friend <laughs> i just want to take a moment to absolve you of your tackling sins this okay. was absolutely not your fault This was also adults not understanding children and also not understanding vocabulary of a pummel versus a punch and a hit. And that just seems like that's where the confusion (laughs) was. And it was their fault. Those are different stats in a football game. Yeah. No, I didn't hit him. I suplexed him. (laughs) (laughs) Do you bitches even know what a clothesline is? Oh, my God. You're going to gossip. Get the facts right. Thank you. I really do feel like you are clinically evaluating me as normative which yes I appreciate. yes that is um i do have the credentials for that and so i think we can all move forward from that and you never have to think about it ever again oh good it's been released we'll think about it all the time now when you i do need to rewind though like when you had that moment of apologizing for it when you were in high school what was michael p's response like or no this was, was michael, michael d, d. 
what was Michael D's response? Like, did he remember this incident? He kind of was smiling and being like, it's cool. But I, I part of me was like, is he worried about I'm going to hit him? <laughs> like, was he a little bit like, yeah, it's cool. I got to go yeah. over there. Yeah. I got to go over there. Sorry. Oh, one second. Get He's some like, for car. sure, for sure. You're sorry. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Are there witnesses? <gasps> okay, cool. Oh. Don't corner me by the Yoohoo fridge. <laughs> cool party. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just impressed at your resilience and how you stand before us today, speaking your truth and having grown. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) Michael D., if you're listening, I hope this helps. I'm really sorry. (laughs) I do feel so validated that I was like, this is a weird thing that no one would relate to. And then immediately one of the three people in here was like, spanking snowman, Miss Frizzle got in trouble, apologize. I'm like, oh no, is this everyone? <laughs> yeah, I think, I feel like it's pretty regular. Absolved. Done. Thank you. Never again. Appreciate it. Um, I, as my voice cracks and warbles because I'm afraid to move to the next segment and I'm afraid of my own power. <laughs> You're so happy to be led by you. You're allowed. (laughs) Okay. We're going to move on to our next segment, which is That Fucked Me Up. This is a piece of media or even foundational memory that haunts you or informs your personhood to this day. Anna, tell me about what fucked you up. Again, there's been other things since elementary school that have fucked me up. It's just Mm -hmm. that the one I couldn't get out of my head was also from elementary school. Perfect. It's... And it's coming up for Valentine's Day. It's related to Valentine's Day. So it's kind of helping you guys. Perfect. You know, Perfect. seasonality. This is going to come out in June, but we can just cut that up. <laughs> oh, is it? No. no, no. no. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. No. They have a real, real healthy backlog. No, no, no. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? But not the no, Absolutely no. not. We fly come by the seat of our no. pants, baby. We hope come someone on. shows up. <laughs> Squirrel friend. Yeah. Um, so this is the culture of valentine's day in a classroom oh huge where the like 30 per box like looney tunes or peanuts (laughs) charlie brown valentines that are perforated on sheets impossible to tear perfectly by the way no there's going to be a little bit of other valentines hanging off yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that the idea is like you're going to give a valentine to everyone in your class and the thing is, if the Valentine said like, hi, or like, good morning, <laughs> or like, you know, whoa, it's Tweety Bird. Shit. <laughs> like if it had said something kind of neutral, I'd understand yeah, like yeah. telling a bunch of kids like, give this to all of the people you see every day who yes. are aware of where you rank socially with them and are scared mm-hmm. of some and in love with others and just give them all. But, uh, but they said stuff like, you are you are mine. <laughs> like, I'm gonna fucking come. Like, it, this stuff was like so. It really was like I'm in love with you. <laughs> You're yeah. just like very the, professional, like, very like professional. Like, yeah, yeah, with like Chucky from Rugrats, like getting a flu shot or whatever. Yeah, like it just like so. It was like oh every character from the franchise, and all. And the thing is, like, it wasn't. Um, you know, like Father's Day cards have like 20% great dad, 30% I should really call you more often and 50% like 
we may not agree on everything, but today's your day. Like, sure, sure, it, sure, so sure. like it gives you a spread of options based on what your relationship is like. Mm-hmm, sure. These boxes were just pun based based on the character. So there wasn't a yes. good distribution of like, okay, there's one that's like, I'm going to kill myself if you don't kiss me. <laughs> like there, there wasn't like one is for, this is the person I have feelings for. Uh-huh. There's 10 for people that I'm close friends with. And we have like a fun kind of, casual relationship and yep. then eight that are just like loose seasonal puns you it was are like, in my class <laughs> yeah it was yeah. like tasmanian devil is like i am wild for you like yes. i'm not but it's like i'm not gonna uh-huh. give i don't know and you know what i'm saying no, like, this is so real there need to be like kids valentines that are just like happy valentine's day you and i have the same last name so we sit next to each other have a good year <laughs> you know like that just friends. needs yeah. to be <laughs> There need to be very hyper specific, uh, but like age appropriate Valentines. Would you try to divvy up the meaning to the right people? Oh, my God. I so tried to divvy it up. Of course. Yeah. And it was tough because like if it was like Bugs Bunny, you want to give that to your friend. But if it was like Taz, you didn't want to give that to a boy because you didn't want him to think that you were Taz. Yeah. But then sometimes it was like Taz kissing a girl Taz. And it was like. Well, who do you give that to? You know, mm-hmm. like I remember toiling over this. Um, mm-hmm. And I think one year I didn't do Valentine's because I I was like, I'm so bogged down with having to diagram sentences. I also can't spend six <laughs> hours deciding which Valentine is correct. I'm not doing it this year. I just, I'm not doing it this year. <laughs> I need to sleep. I can't. Um, and I think like that was like the uh, year I brought in like Dunkin Donuts and then became everybody's oh, favorite. Brilliant. Wow. This is really unlocking a lot for me that I feel like I'm gonna have to journal about later. <laughs> but a little bit now I'm like, well, now I want to do Valentine's for my friends. I know. <gasps> Wait, what's we could definitely do that. Great. I, I still make construction this. paper, right? Yeah. I like it's just I'm like a do beautiful do over to just That's be like, well, cute. now I know so much more. Hi, you're a person I know. <laughs> Give it to my barista. Yeah, lo- <laughs> that's actually very sweet. Yeah. I'm comforted when you are working. You get me through my day. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That's Could be a little sweet. scary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. You have to really. This is another thing that would require a lot of reflection upon giving them. It just yeah, goes but now to show I have you all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really limited by the written word. You know. The Thank the Valentine should be saying it. Yeah. Should be you should be able to explain it, you oh, know? Yes. It should come with a whole like, I'm giving this to you and this is exactly why, and this is the tone with which I wrote this in, and this is how I need you to receive it. That feels yeah, like, cool and like chill. <laughs> yeah, like when when I gave you a piece a small like a baseball card size piece of paper with a picture of Tweety Bird on it that says, <laughs> I love you, that's not me telling you I love you. That's me saying this is Tweety Bird. And I didn't want you to feel left out. <laughs> this is him. Oh, <laughs> uh, the other the the act He's two small, of like <laughs> this experience is debriefing. Also, recess culture debriefing the valentines you received with your crew, of like, well, this person gave me this one, and I think that means they have a crush on me. And meanwhile, oh, the other yeah. person does not think about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that, like, that kid's mom doesn't work. Yeah. You know? (laughs) You were card number 30 in the box. You just had to get And I was no fool. It wasn't my first year. I I could tell 
Michael A. His mom's going to staple some, you know, Skittles to the thing. Yeah. Oh, homeroom moms. They were so hot to have a homeroom mom. Like she was so involved and she was like, yeah, I'll bring the pizza for the party. And yeah, I'll make the little bowl of spaghetti that you put your hand in for Halloween and have to guess if it's brains or not. Like what a woman. I I miss this experience because my mom was like the classroom mom. Oh, wow. (laughs) I care not to comment at this time. Okay. Okay. I think it fucked me up in a completely different way in that I was like, well, mommy always here. So, oh yeah oh interesting sure. mommy never go away and so mm-hmm. yeah this is giving me a lot to think about i would love to have valentine's day card culture come back again and also in a way where we don't have to be precious about it everyone in our life gets one the mailman the way that was the only person i could think of in my life <laughs> and who else do i talk to um <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> oh, I gotta get out. Get out into the world. Like a mailman. I only have one person who comes to my door, oh my and that's my whole social circle. <laughs> Mailman's so lucky he goes everywhere. Did I tell you when I was like incredibly unemployed, I don't know, like a year ago, I did apply to work for the post office and I got <gasps> it, but then I was like, I can't do this. No way. I'm starstruck. My, like, cover letter was like what a great way to like serve my community and meet my community and also i love dogs wow i recently had a thought where you know how the like classic trope is dogs hate male people Mm -hmm. well blue is one of the only colors dogs can really see i recently learned so i'm like what if this is more of just like hey i like what you're wearing keep doing that hi hi my friend (laughs) yes i'm like what if it's actually just pure excitement and elation that finally someone is dressing to impress the dogs Something That's to think really about. Sweet. Mayor, I think you're a genius. <laughs> wow. You could make money off of this idea. <laughs> Somehow. I'm not sure. More blue clothes. <laughs> We're <laughs> disrupting the industry of blue clothing. <laughs> For dogs, though. For dogs. Oh. That's actually really sweet to imagine <sighs> a dog like acknowledging their blue sweater. And it's yeah. like, oh, I look fantastic today. <laughs> Trying to alert the owner. See if you would just try more. <laughs> You could look like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's something there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I love a magic right. set. That was also kind of the the reason I applied in the first place. I was like, I kind of miss my school uniform. Yeah. I would love to wear the same thing every day. Mm, Take a yep. decision away from me. To jingle jangle all around the town. Can you imagine how popular yeah. you'd be? Probably not at all. <laughs> Nikki, believe in yourself. <laughs> all right. I'll reapply. Okay. 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 Thank you. You guys. Oh my God. The postman is outside the window right now. <laughs> Get him on the mic. Get him in. He left. But I wow. just really, my heart rate wow. elevated. Celebrity sighting. That's how I <laughs> reacted when I saw Diane Keaton in Chelsea. I stopped walking and I think I forgot to breathe. And I was like, I had no idea this is how I would react. <laughs> oh, wow. That'll humble you. A, a yeah. true, unexpected celebrity sighting. I always think I'm like, who cares? People, that's so boring mm-hmm. to see a celebrity. That's and then exciting. it happens to you and your throat no longer has an air passageway. <laughs> it's all tonsils in there. <laughs> Oops, all tonsils. Okay. Um, we're going to move on to our social cue card. 
This is where each person provides a situation for which we need a formal social cue, as in what was I supposed to do in this moment? How could I respond to something similar in the future? Nikki, would you like to go Mm. first? I would. Okay, Um, great. I am desperate to find a good way to, you know how like the fastest road to friendship is sometimes like a shared hate or just like talking shit Mm -hmm. um i would love like a good like code word or something to test those waters how do you like figure out if like this new person in your life is somebody you can like say something a little scandalous to to be Mm -hmm. like are we on the same page here love this this is I absolutely know what you're saying. It's like a, how do you plant the seed that you are ready to talk shit, but also Mm -hmm. you don't want to go too far in in case they're not on board. Right. Like what's the Mm -hmm. safest, safest, what's the safest way to do this? (laughs) When you My migraine medication just hit. (laughs) (laughs) And what's the safest way to do? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, when you first brought this in, my initial thought was to, and this is this is the bad pitch, and we just got to right. get it out of the way. Yeah. But what first came to mind is that you very confidently point to what you are wanting to talk shit about, and you say, uh. that's bad. So I think that's where we're starting from. That's the real, like, primary color of it. But, like, yeah, can we get, like, some pastels in here? <laughs> You're asking for a more subtle approach. Yeah, I do love the idea of just pointing and <laughs> can we? <laughs> Actually, that's great. Yeah. It's a it's a look more than it is a phrase, which are I find safer than like committing to <laughs> words. Because you know what this intros is, you point and you're like the eyebrows are raised and then the other person can be like I know they're so cool, right? And then you're like yeah, 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 totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you can pivot accordingly. Yeah. And make the jerk off gesture. <laughs> you know, I don't use that enough and it does always make me laugh. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Yeah. Um, I Here's what I'll say. As somebody who has discovered like a gender journey late in life, I didn't get to be a middle school boy. So oh. I would like to be doing that now, I think, because I would do it with so much more empathy. Yes. You know. They're just out there wild. No, Nikki, I love this because a new aesthetic okay. for this is empathetic disgusting. I think I love that for you. Nice gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right. Yeah, I'll try it on. All right. So I guess our our best idea right now is the jerk off gesture. And I think that works for me. <laughs> all my other ideas, I think, were like leaning your forehead in and kind of smiling. And I was like, oh, I think all my ideas are just how to tell someone you want to kiss them so it's like a different thing (laughs) i didn't pipe in which is arguably an even faster road to friendship but (laughs) Um, that's the expressway um no that works for me i'll try it and i'll report back great yeah Yeah. that's a really good one and very helpful do you have a social cue card i do okay yes what i need a cue card for or just like I need to know what to do is when someone almost says something, almost like they're about to confess something maybe, mm-hmm. but then they say, never mind, never mind. Do what I need the cue card for is like, are they inviting you to press them on it? Or is it really a respect the never mind and respect? Because what happens usually I'm like, no, tell mm-hmm. me, tell me, tell me. Right. I mean, and like, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. 
And I, I don't know, like truly, I don't know in society when someone does that, like, is it a true never mind or is it a coy, like, never mind? It, like, I don't know. So what is everyone doing? And help me know what to do, please, God. <laughs> yeah, it's tough because it, it is a little bit like being like, chase me, chase me. Right. Mm-hmm. In the past, I think somebody has like never minded me. And I'm like, if you don't tell me, I might kill myself. So. Yes. <laughs> See, this is the energy I approach it yeah. with. And I can't tell if that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say mine is the right answer, but it is an answer. I Yeah, I've tried to strike this balance. I think it like sucks all the fun out of it where I'll say like, you don't have to tell me. Know that I am extremely interested, but I don't want to pressure you. And then it just makes the whole thing feel kind of clinical and gross. I know, but I think that's lovely. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it good? I, I think it good? is. I think you did a great job. I think job. it covers all of the bases. You're okay. like, I'm expressing interest, but I'm also weirdly respecting your boundaries. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think we just shifted into an elevated consciousness together. <laughs> well, we're the dawning of the age of Aquarius. So there we go. Pluto is in Aquarius is the only thing I know about it. <laughs> Isn't today the start of Aquarius season? Uh, is yeah. it? Yeah, I think the sun has moved as well. And that's all I can say about any of the planets. Okay. That was cool. Great. I don't know what it means. That feels right to me. Well, yeah, it's like a collective energy, no? It means, as I write down, send sister birthday card. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's a good reminder. Yeah. Maybe I'll send a horny Taz Valentine card for her. Please. <laughs> that's who it's for. Is. Yeah. That's actually really nice. You send all of your favorite Valentines <laughs> Yeah. for her birthday. I'm trying to think if I have any other ideas on this. I feel like we got to a good place. Yeah. I don't think I can beat the truth. (laughs) Damn. And that's something I think about. Anna, do you have a social cue card that you need? I do. So, uh, okay. The example that this example comes from Mm -hmm. is that I work out at a gym that has one bathroom. It's a standalone bathroom and it's a smallish gym, but like... At the end of class, because I have sweated, I want to wash my face and put on just a little bit of cream mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also maybe pee. Yep. Um, so there are times where it's like a lot of the time no one's waiting for the door, but sometimes people are. So I don't want to like rush if no one's there. Sure. But I feel like regardless of how long I've spent in the only bathroom when there's one bathroom, I feel guilty when I open the door and see that someone has been waiting for it. Mm -hmm. Yes. This could happen at a bar, like any bathroom where it's like, it's just me in here. I can't see that there's someone waiting. Yes. Uh, I have the weirdest response. (laughs) That's usually some version of I'm sorry. And I did it the other day, like where it's just like, oh, ah, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I'm in my head, like, how long was I in there? How how sorry do I have to be? How long? How yes. three minutes of sorry? Yeah. yeah. Like, and they're just like happy that the bathroom's open. Like, I don't right. think they're really like, it's not like I'm in there, like painting my nails and stuff. Sure. But like, I'm always going to feel guilty. <laughs> End of sentence. But like, it just, <laughs> I feel bad that they wanted the bathroom and they couldn't have it because I was in there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and so the other day I very quickly just did like a how do you say it micellar water micellar yeah i don't know I think that's it the gloop from the bottle yes. just like wipe my face down peed quick wash my hands put on a little bit of face lotion 
I would say tops like two minutes and 45 seconds. Sure. But because I had washed my face, I was like, this is a little indulgent. Mm. Open the door and there's a woman on the other side of the door who I don't recognize. And I just went, oh, is that? And I think I just like shorted out and said like, <laughs> a few weird like half words. <laughs> yeah. And she looked at me like, what? Like she looked confused. <laughs> Yeah. And I couldn't tell if maybe that was just her face or she was like trying to figure out what like I think she was taking personally the way I was looking at her. Sure. There was so Got much it. going on in this one sure. moment. I just, just I basically wanted to say like I didn't poop but I <laughs> if I had I would be sorry but I'm not yes. saying sorry because I poop but I sorry that I washed my face. And she was yes. like I'm simply at the gym. I don't know what's happening. This is a perfect cue card. Yeah. Pitch. One, I don't think I've ever left a bathroom without apologizing. I don't yeah. think I know how to like leave a bathroom without saying, oops, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Even if there's nobody there, it's just like my <laughs> muscle memory. Yeah. I'm I want to so say sorry, but I, to... I yeah. don't want to imply that I pooped. Right. Absolutely. Yes. This is like, huge. Oh, sorry. It is a shame that folds up on itself infinitely because you don't want to be too po- apologetic, but you want to be just apologetic enough. But then if... It, if the balance is off, then you're apologizing for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also the satisfaction of having a moment like that and then knowing the person is going to walk in and it's not going to smell. And you're like, yeah, yeah. see, it's actually fine. Yeah. Knocking on the door. See, it's actually fine. <laughs> what the hell is her problem? <laughs> Pretty good follow up. Yeah. <laughs> Just sliding a note under the door. <laughs> Um, it's a Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's Taz and it says, sorry for the wild one. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, what do I do? What do you do? Yeah. I, is oops, sorry, just the perfect response and we shouldn't be messing with it? Here's one element I want to throw into this is not to be so like L.A. versus New York, but I experience less people apologizing for taking up space in LA like I I feel Mm -hmm. like the we don't exist in a vacuum right so we're always examining the systemic lens of which this is happening and I think the systemic cultural lens in California is I think people are generally okay with people taking up the space that they need so I don't know is is this am I off on this because no I think you're totally right I think this is another like culture shock thing yeah someone who moved to LA during the pandemic from New York that like People take their time here. Like Mm -hmm. you've gotten your coffee and you're still chatting with the barista, even though there's a line. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I I find that people are almost like concerned for me if I apologize for myself in LA. Like if I, if I'm like, oh, sorry. They're like, it's okay. Like it's almost like more embarrassing because they're like so concerned that I would even be worried about it. (laughs) Yeah, and like I'm used to people being mad at you when they say they're not mad at you. Yes. And so like I've spent yeah. so much time with my husband Jason telling him like they're mad at you. You yes. should know that they're mad at you. And he's like, "I need you to stop saying that cuz they're not." Right. And I was like, "No, the way you know is cuz they said that they're not." Right. That's kind of the big tell. That's the cue. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's like rushing and apologizing is an implication on like but you're saying the other person is like making you faster and more frantic oh yeah so i think that's the big like it's fine i'm not doing this to you this is a battle in your haunted house it's like you're right (laughs) this is all coming from inside my mind i find that a lot of our social cue cards that we pitch is 
almost the embodiment of someone that wears a top hat and winks at you like a little wonka or even like um embodying the spirit of santa claus where there's a twinkle in your eye meaning that like i'm envisioning a version of this experience where you walk out and you're like after you (laughs) there's really like a uh instead of embodying the anxiety and dysregulation of it all instead you were like the world is a magical place and no one is angry so that's like where i'm leaning toward i think that's the key i've started trying to like smile when i feel uncomfortable oh yeah but like smiling while leaving the room (laughs) (laughs) um there she goes that's actually i would like to see that in action i think that's really funny to just like (laughs) cheshire cat grin out of a bathroom um man i really thought that would be normal no i like it there is yeah like a nod there's an acknowledgement there is a garbage brain just came up with um sorry i was just moving some stuff around in there anyway it's all yours (laughs) that's helpful tell me what looks different That's good. Uh, okay, one other thing I want to pitch. This is a little more of a serious pitch. Uh, not whatever. But I have tried to embody that instead of apologizing, which is like my home language being from the Midwest, instead of apologizing for taking up space, I'll just like say thank you instead. So like, thank you for waiting for me. Or like, thanks yep. for waiting. Go ahead. Like, instead of I am a worm that should not even exist in the ground i'm instead like thank you for whatever you did to allow me to take what i needed um it's not a perfect response but i do think there is um an ease that comes with just being like thanks for waiting off you go into the world yeah it was nice to hear that even just in the hypothetical when he said thanks i was like yeah it's nice to hear it's disarming instead of i'm a worm yeah then that's a bummer that I have to deal with. That then with the I'm sorry, like it almost implies the other person has to reassure you. And that's mm-hmm. also emotional labor for them. So instead to just be like, hey, thanks. It's all easy peasy, baby. <laughs> that's the cue. Nice. Yeah, it's all easy peasy. <laughs> Great. Great. Wow. I do think this beautifully takes us into our closing segment, which is words to live by. We'll all come up with an on-the-spot phrase to guide social situations moving forward. For as much as we love to script interactions, this is truly off the cuff and makes me nervous every time. <laughs> Mayor, would you like to go first? Uh, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. You can say no. No, I'm ready. We I haven't tried that yet. There's nothing in my brain, but I will try. Okay. All right. These are Mayor's words to live by in three, two, one believe that you actually can and you will Hmm, that made sense it really did sometimes when i do it i can tell there's like a lot of pressure behind my words and it dysregulates me in a bad way (laughs) like i'm like it's not so serious like the valve isn't quite right yeah 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 yeah. like something got too too much pressure was coming through um but i stand by my words of wisdom (laughs) They sound great. Okay. Nikki, do you want me to count you in? Yeah. I'm looking at any word I've ever written down. (laughs) Most of these are warranties. Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) Responsible. These are Nikki's words to live by in three, two, one. Shucks. You thought it'd come. (laughs) 
<laughs> there we go. And listen, oh. I've needed those words to live by many yeah, times. And that's just kind of me acknowledging, yeah, sometimes you... <laughs> Shucks, thought it'd come. Really felt like you are about to do a college audition monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, These right. are Nikki's vagina monologues in three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> oh okay, gosh. Anna. Yes. Do you want to take your stab at words to live by? I do. Okay. I have nothing in my head. Love it. That's the perfect place to start. Mm-hmm. These are Anna's words to live by in three, two, one. Get over there and be yourself. <laughs> perfect. Great. Any, any one of those little nodes could have been gorgeous words to live by, but I love the whole construction. Get. <laughs> my advice is get 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 over get, get over there over there <laughs> um anna this has been a delight i truly have been tickled inside this whole time oh thanks i'm so glad to get some of the stuff off my chest it really <laughs> i feel relieved i think what we can take right. away from everything you shared is very relatable very human very Someone I always want to be around because they are inherently good. Wow. So, Does this wow. mean we can hang out? I think we've really crossed the threshold into lifelong partners. Exactly. <laughs> wow. It's here. I can't wait to exchange Valentine's Day cards. Oh, I'm gonna. Same. Okay, great. I didn't get a cue that said don't do it. So it's on. Bye, love you, bye. All right, bye. Bye, y'all.